looks like it. Umahasa, Yoka. Hello there. Welcome to the Cannon Cantina, presented by the Geek Out Show Network. So, we want it, Vin. I have the death sentence on 12 systems. Suddenly, the scar. Jedi business, go back to your drinks. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Cannon Cantina. This is episode 32. I'm your host, Jay Rue, as always. And with me is my trusty co-pilot, Heath. There we go. How are you doing tonight, Jade? I'm doing all right, man. How about yourself? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's been a nice little Friday. Oh, yeah. A little later than normal. Um, that by my fault, you know, we uh, got invited to a little church bazaar. You know, I say a small church bazaar, but it was a full-blown carnival. Yeah, it was. So we got invited to that and went out and had a good time. Plenty of funnel cake and rides and all that. Um, but before we get into our weeks and what we've been up to, I want to introduce our special guest host for tonight. You've probably heard him with his uh, beautiful singing voice, his beautiful <laughs> rendition of Happy Birthday. Um, you can download on iTunes for 99 cents per yeah. download. <clears throat> Mr. Pink Gorilla Toys himself. Seth, what's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Good. I hope that uh, introduction did you justice. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. <laughs> you, you you dug deep there. So, you know, it's only if you know, you know, you know. Yeah. If you've been around the Geek Out Show Network um, before it was the Geek Out Show Network, you've heard... Uh, Seth sing happy birthday to uh, many, many a folk. Yeah. <laughs> happy fucking birthday. <laughs> That's all you get. That's all you get. All folks. you get for free. You got to go download it on iTunes. Make sure to tip your waitresses and bartenders <laughs> on the way out. So, uh, fellas, what you guys been up to? Heath, let's start with you, man. What, what you been up to since the last time we talked? Oh, man. Uh, it's work. My uh, trainee that I talked about last week um, up in... Uh, Called my supervisor on Tuesday evening saying he was done, going back to the oil field. So I kind of knew that one was coming. Um, Wednesday, they put me on a uh, virtual training class to get recertified so I can be a trainer. I'm like, been doing this for years, but okay. Actually took some good information away from that. And then Thursday, um, our location has just grown so much. We've gone from being just like a, a little satellite to now we're like a full bore uh, branch according to company's terms so we now have an hr um person at our location and she's brand new to the company so they're like hey we want you to know we uh what our guys go out and do every day so she's been riding with people all week and she wrote me on thursday and finally report your boss touching you (laughs) yeah finally (laughs) but um i'll say this for um a woman that's roughly the same age as my mother I was super surprised. I mean, she was jumping off that truck. She had her still toes on. She was grabbing mats and picking up dirties. I was like, man, you got this to work. Yeah, she was. I was thinking she was just going to be like shadowing me all day. But yeah, she was after it. So that was pretty fun. Nice. Yeah, I've had a couple of ride-alongs myself recently. Uh, real quick, Seth, before we jump into what you've been up to, uh, have you guys ever had this before? Yingling? Yeah. Yep, yep. So that's so, that's an East Coast deal, uh, from what I understand. I've had it in Tennessee before. I guess they just brought it into Texas uh, for mm-hmm. the audio listeners, which Not actually bad. all of our listeners are audio listeners. It's just like a lager beer. Um, really good, yeah. though. Uh, yeah. Uh, Is that pretty popular, Seth, where you're at? 
Uh, kinda, kinda. It's like probably like eighth on the list. Yeah, yeah, it's down there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. You know, it's not something I would drink all the time, but I, I bought a six pack of it just to. I haven't had it in ten years, probably. But yeah, I've been drinking the Shock Top lately. I've been going for that. Yeah, for a while. yeah, dude. I used to. There used to be a bar. Shout out to Recess Bar and Grill in Corpus Christi, Texas. Five dollar pitchers of uh, Shock Top. So we'd go in and oh, drink those in between class all the time. <laughs> Sounds lovely. Yeah. Seth, what you been up to, man? You got you got a lot of uh, a lot of things going on in your world. Man, right I now. do, I do. Um, obviously, we already announced my cover with the Hive Comics in Odessa, Texas. Um, so hopefully, uh, we get some more information to you guys soon um, on that. Uh, right now, the Kickstarter for Invincible Toys. Uh, me and Landon got that going. Uh, it's going strong, man. I'm. I'm I'm really happy with uh yeah numbers uh, are really moving on that one man yeah i mean uh, a third uh funded in two days so not too bad um hopefully we can i'm just going to be keeping pushing on that and trying to you know spread the word however i can give handies out for people who backed um i'm just kidding um but um no man i'm just you know just just really just trying to uh promote that and and help land and uh fulfill my role with invincible toys for um, sure and, uh, we typically don't do this but we'll include the kickstarter link in the show notes so um on all your pod catchers you'll be able to just hit that link if you want to jump straight to that kickstarter page yeah we were on uh toying around uh last night that was fun um, you know, and I think a lot of people's, uh, doubts, uh, about Landon and, and Invincible Toys were kind of cleared up on, on there. So I definitely recommend checking that out. And we're going to do a few more podcasts to try to just, like I said, keep spreading the word. Um, yeah, you're doing, making the, uh, you're making the, the publicity circuit right now. Yeah. So yep, yep. You're here at the Cannon Cantina, so you've made it to the big time. So, yeah, exactly. This is where nowhere else to go from here, but down. Kickstarter will be funded the day after this comes out. Pr- probably so. so. Yeah, more than likely. Uh, um, guys, go ahead. Uh, oh, uh, other than that, man, just uh, working, still working with scouts, still, uh, you know, pushing on my own little creative projects. So, you know, a little bit about most of it. So, the gears are turning, man, and ready to uh, go full blown creative on everybody. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, this week uh, we got some new Star Wars content. You know, yes. we got the release of Visions this week, the uh, anime anthology inspired mm. by Star Wars. Um, and that's mainly what we're going to be getting into tonight. Um, but first, I want to just get into uh, we're going to go over a little bit of the news, what we've picked up recently, and then we'll jump into Visions full blown. Um, and we got a little treat from one of our. Uh, friends of the podcast and listeners um which will be a nice little surprise for everybody so uh first up uh you guys get anything star wars lately heath get anything um so i guess walmart's doing some restocking i was a little late the other day but i did find uh mr lando calrissian from return of the jedi so i picked that one up um i found uh tech for a really good uh price online i'm waiting for that one to come in uh, so, but no, as far as like in hand this week was just old Lando and, uh, 
it's a really good likeness. I like this one, so I'm happy to have him in the in hand, and he's entered into my Return of the Jedi shelf. Yeah, that's a that's a cool one, man. You know, they put out a lot of Landos, but with the cloth cape, and it, it actually looks like there's a lot of new um, tooling there, uh, not just in sculpt, but in articulation as well. Like he's got that waist or like that diaphragm swivel, kind of like mm-hmm. the updated uh, Spider-Man kind of has. Yes. So really dig that. I, I also um, was just uh, a few minutes late to that wave, so I also picked up that Lando today. Yeah, and uh, again, <laughs> you sent me that picture, and I thought like you'd uh, stumbled upon uh, Costco, so I was excited for you. And then you're yeah. like, I missed it. And I look back at the picture. I'm like, oh, that's about what you already have. Yeah, I have a couple of those. But oh, I'll take a Lando, man. And Walmart's got a good price at 17 bucks. Like, you can't really yeah. beat that for – I mean, Seth, I know you can. You've come in in some crazy deals lately. Uh, yeah. We talked about that on the Geek Out show. But you pick out anything uh, Anything else uh, recently? I just – you talking to Heath or me? You, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Nothing Star Wars related. I did. I did – I didn't know if you were just doing Star Wars uh, figures. Well, we are a Star um, Wars podcast. Yeah, but I was—I didn't know if you did regular pickups, so uh, not really. No, no, no Star Wars. You got stuff. anything you want to share with us, man? We're not—we're not gonna turn your plastic um, away. Well, the only thing I was gonna show you was a couple things, and that was—I uh, think I showed you this. I got that back. That is uh, my CamoCon oh. from Argentina, graded at an eighty. So this so is that's like a, my is that possession. A, it, was that an I- exclusive to Argentina for the He-Man line? Yeah, or so this is line? Argentina only. Um, they basically took some parts and did their own little paint thing. So it's it's pretty hard to get. It's worth about four grand. Wow. So, yeah, it's crazy to think. Is that something uh, you stumbled across? Was that an eBay purchase or something? No, that was a, uh, a Facebook uh, group purchase. Nice. nice. Okay. Um, so, Seth, I'm not going to. I hate to interrupt you, but um, no, I've mentioned on you know the Mothership show. Um, I've never really known much about He Man. The most mm. He Man I've ever watched in my life has been this year with the uh, Revelations show. What Likewise. Character? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never watched it. I just the toys were mm-hmm. so they were different than just your standard like Secret Wars toys or Star mm-hmm. Wars toys for that matter, because mm-hmm. of all the uh, just. Uh, things that they did, like Mechanek, his neck went up, you know, I just liked those features. So as a kid, I gravitated towards the toys. So I was like toys only. I didn't even watch the cartoon. But okay. but you had a question? What was? Yeah, I'm just wondering what that character was. I've never, like, I'm still learning a lot of the characters, oh, just the, recent animation. So, um, so this, beautiful. He, so. yeah, he was never in oh, um, he wasn't. the cartoon. No, this was an Argentina um, exactly. figure yeah oh, they cool. just painted it up that way named yeah, the camo really cool. so appreciate it awesome um i found this i thought it was pretty cool <laughs> <clears throat> i don't i don't want to open it because it's it looks cool the it's way a it cool is. little box yeah but it's a uh, mm-hmm. chucky good guys uh from super seven it's like a reaction figure now since jade About doesn't do horror size. film that is a very popular horror film franchise jade yeah <laughs> That's, um, um, you know, Chucky and, and, and that stuff is one of the reasons why I'm not a big horror fan. So <laughs> and I'm, I'm a little familiar. And as a joke, I brought these to just kind of rub them in uh, Jade's face again. The droid, uh, I've had these for a while, so there's not a new pickup. Yeah. But the droids, uh, they're like uh, reproductions of the originals. You know, they're originals beautiful. go for like a thousand <laughs> yeah. or more in in this condition. 
So you I got those on. You got those on Etsy, right? Yeah, there's an artist. Um, literally, the only difference is uh, he put his name back here somewhere. Stan Solo is his name. Very okay. small. Like literally, it's it's an exact replica, except for the Stan Solo. I don't know. Let me see. Right there. Huh. Yeah. And he still sells these. Like you know, if you if you don't want to pay a ridiculous amount for um, a yak face, mm-hmm. he has a, a reproduction that looks just as good. You are know, they are they resin the or are they plastic? Do you know? I know you have them in the well, packaging. Yeah, I have them in packaging. <laughs> I never bought a loose one, but he does sell them loose for a little bit cheaper. So okay, paid about a hundred bucks for those. Um, so you can imagine my excitement when you want to bring up the next announcement. Good, good. Yeah, let's jump into that. Segue. Man. So right. we got we got a little bit of toy news this week. Um, Still know what I'm doing on this podcast. Yeah, yes. Uh, Heath had brought it up on a couple episodes ago, and Dave, shout out to the Toy All Podcast in Order sixty six Junkie. Dave brought it up last week. Uh, you know, Yakface had teased that we might be getting a a uh, couple of toys from the Droids uh, cartoon. Um, maybe in some of that that old style packaging, and today we got that reveal in the form of Target uh, Geek Out, right? That's trademarked yes. by the Geek Out show. We are yeah. full sponsors of that. Uh, but the Target Geek Out, so first they announced the six inch Boba Fett um, from Droids. Also, I guess technically could be from the the holiday special. Yes, in, in his like blue and yellow colors. I think we all saw this coming. Um, mm-hmm. You can only go so far with a Boba Fett, and they are they are getting every single drop of blood out of that turnip. They absolutely can. Um, I mean, they can only go as far as you know the one figure everybody's been asking for for the last year. Yeah, yeah this is much. the only one left technically. If you yeah. have the San Diego Comic Con, you know, color perfect or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, um, the, the only other one they could probably do is from uh, War of the Bounty Hunters when he goes as Django in all black. That's yeah. probably the only other one you'll get. Um, um obviously they they're they're gonna probably do uh you know another Mandalorian one and then maybe maybe if they get saucy with it, maybe like uh McQuarrie. Yeah, yeah, concept, I could I could see something maybe. like that. And we already kind of got the prototype armor, but um regardless, we got this one, we got the uh droids animated version. Comes mm-hmm. in a cool like uh like the comics legends line did like that vhs kind of looking slip tape so mm-hmm. it comes with that again target exclusive were you guys able to snag this one yes yep cool yeah it seems like it was pretty painless for everybody who wanted one uh, they yeah. went up pretty early i still but... see people complain <laughs> yeah of course yeah, yeah. i was running a few errands and i didn't jump on the website until almost an hour past the release and i was still able to grab mine no problem so i mean you really had been lollygagging to miss that one in my in my opinion because i completely forgot about the time difference and had no problems yeah shout out mighty mouse uh on instagram he's the one who hit me up he's like hey these are about to go live I'm like okay yeah my, i totally forgot too um yeah but yeah I hit up uh jade and he wasn't no help but luckily i went on <laughs> instagram and seen j Rue toys post it mm-hmm. uh repost it from yak face so i just went through there and got them all yeah so, so i mean you j. even Rue had toys. time to, to jump around and get them you know yeah yeah i was scrambling i'm not gonna lie i went to the bathroom and everything you know just to just to get ready you know like five minutes before yeah and then i found the bobas really easily but it was actually c3po and r2d2 
and I just put droids R2D2, nothing came up. I'm like, you think the keywords yeah. would, would make it pop up, but Yeah, I think they hit it pretty well. Maybe that's why it was easy for people to get it. But I yeah, I agree. So we'll get into the next three releases. They're from the vintage collection on just like like Seth just showed those droid rep- repos repros, excuse me. Um they might get repoed, you know, but yeah. uh is those uh is the droids C3PO, the uh, R2D2, and uh, again another Boba Fett in in that mm-hmm. animated paint style, which just amazing. Uh, I was able to get the limit of all of those, two of each. Okay, nice. Um, now, I know honestly, you guys don't do vintage collection all that much, uh, Seth. You're a sucker for for the nostalgic. Uh, when they hit that nostalgic button, there were you able to grab all three of these? Yep, yep. I grabbed uh, one of each. Um, not a big baller like you, Jay, but uh, <laughs> nah, I just grabbed one of each. Um, I mean, as you can see, I, I've been a fan. I'm actually a big fan of those colorways for some reason. They always just gravitated towards me, which is why I have the the repros. So these were instant cop for me. And um, I honestly, believe it or not, I did not know there was a six inch until this morning when I went to go buy it. I was like, oh, wait, there's a six inch too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I bought uh, one of each today. So I'm a good day for star wars man yep and did you grab these i know you don't do vintage collection do these do anything for you uh they do do something for me but um i i didn't uh, get them obviously you know c3po and r2d2 are just icons in star wars i i really like the paint way but i just i've got to be uh have a little self-control in some areas so it it would have been good trade bait though would have been good trade yes, bait. Yes, it would have been, but the last thing I thought I bought for some trade bait, you know, turned mm. out to be like the most stocked figure in the J.I. Joe's classified line. I'm just sitting here, I'm like, hey, one day. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of uh, the way it goes. You know, you think you're going to trade it all, and then you end up just sitting on it. Uh, yeah. I got two of each because I've had hit or miss with the cards coming. So mm. it's just one of those. I feel like if I ordered a bunch, Didn't think about that. Better. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm, I'm a little afraid since I ordered so many. They might all just throw them in one box and just come trash. So. Yeah, the, the the vintage collection, I hope the cards are good. I was, I'm opening the 6-inch, so I don't care too much about that packaging. But I want those cards to be nice and crispy. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. We'll keep it crispy, extra crispy, please. Um, that's it for like the the collectibles and stuff. Was there anything else that was announced this week? Any Lego, anything like that? I don't I think it's been kind of quiet. There's a another big property that's really been taken over. Um, so that's as far as figures. Like late this afternoon, you actually sent it over to me. But uh, we got a another oh, right. from Iron Studios uh, in the one tenth scales uh, art statues, and that's um, Luke from season two finale of The Mandalorian. Um, green lightsaber, cloak, standing on top of a um, dark trooper um, droid body. Beautiful, beautiful on that one. But that's all I've seen. Yeah, that one's really nice, man. Um, you know, I was really into all those announcements until I got sticker shock on those, man. That's a little too rich for my blood. Three, four hundred bucks a piece. Yeah, I mean, if it was you no know, grant, I understand. I've seen them. Um, they just announced a Ahsoka one a few weeks back. I don't think we ever talked about that one. That one's really awesome. Um, yeah, if yeah, it's sticker shock. I, I can't pull you know pull the trigger on that one. But these are beautiful. 
if somebody told me that that's all they were going to collect, I would completely understand. Um, but I just I, I can't make it work right now. Yeah, I'm right there. Like, if I was to collect those, I think I would have to have a focus on collecting just statues, kind of like Russ over on Nerdicons or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, those, those are those are really really nice, man. But um, besides that, I think that kind of does it for collectibles. I don't think we got much else there. A um, little bit of comic book stuff. Uh, I don't think we need to like really dive into it, Heath. But we got Bounty Hunters number sixteen. That's another yeah. War of the Bounty Hunters tie-in. Um, we're just getting we're getting classic uh, at this point, classic Valance and, and Dengar stories, man. Really cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you're reading this and you haven't become you know just a bigger fan of those two characters over the last couple months, I don't know what's wrong with you. I've you know, like I said, I've always kind of you know brown stormtrooper guy over there and just the more and more information we get out i'm like oh man he's a likable character even you know when he's kind of being a turd um i even saw that there was some information leaked out that um what i've always kind of thought were bandages is actually designed to be like a worn out kind of like a oh what's the word um cloth headdress um and that's why like a turban almost yes like a turban uh that's why in the clone wars um when he showed up George actually asked the art department to actually put some detail into it so that you'd actually see over like the 20 years of wear and tear it, it faded and looked, you know, trash. But that was the always the original intent. Um, but yeah, good stuff here. Yeah, there's a, it's a lot. It's action heavy, which I really like about this book. Um, you know, we kind of come back across Bosk. Last time we saw him, Boba Fett tied him to a rock on a nice planet, blew his legs off. Yep. Um, so Boba Fett is obviously featured very heavily here and just, uh, I mean, he's just a badass from start to finish. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, in typical kind of figures out that they work better together than against each other fashion. So, uh, yeah, another really good read, man. War of the Bounty Hunters is definitely tying up and it feels like it's tying up. Yeah, it's, it's getting there and it's been a fun ride so far. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely we also get to see a newer weapon, and that's uh, Dengar holding some kind of like plasma knife. Oh yeah, um, that is weird because I mean we've had like fixed blades and vibram blades, but that was a little different. Um, it feels like it's something that like it is familiar. I mean, obviously you know Star Wars, so the plasma. It kind of reminds me of the blade that. Um, Oh, now I can't think of her name. The the Domina Tag has the the Proto Blade. Yes, it's very similar to that, and I wonder if it is the same thing. Yeah, that would be interesting. How would he would get in his hands on you know something, especially coming out of them? Yeah, but, yeah. but uh, that's it for the comic stuff. Um, we did get kind of some more. Uh, reveals on a new book and that's the the ronin book based on the anime um from visions ronin so that'll drop on october 14th i got my pre-order in um and after seeing that uh, kind of we'll, we'll kind of just jump into that yeah uh i definitely want to know more about this character so star wars visions premiered this week on disney plus um let's get into it man there's a lot to unpack here so Real quick, is that a regular set, book you know, or set. is that a comic book i'm sorry the pre-order the book you pre-ordered is a comic book or a regular book it's a novel yeah it's a okay, novelization cool, cool. but that gives me a little hope that that's a character in a world that they're more they're interested in in developing more 
Um, so let's kind of get into it. Uh, you know, Heath and I are kind of newbies when it comes to anime, more or less. So um, I didn't really know what to expect here. I'm glad we didn't get like weird demon booby anime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but we got some really cool stuff here. So we brought on Seth. You know, he's one of the only weebs we know. Um, so he'll. Uh, is that an offensive yeah. term? I heard someone say that on a podcast. Is that an offensive I don't know. term? I don't get it offended. So you just know, someone who I, likes. I'm more. Anime, I'm right? more offended. I'm more offended by Florida man because I'm, <laughs> that's what bothers me because <laughs> I'm not from Florida. <laughs> It just bothers me. I don't know why. It's nice. It's nice. My wife Um, does this thing where she'll like try to roses are red, violets are blue, and then do a Florida man. (laughs) Try to find a Florida man title. But uh, anyway, let's uh, episode one. Episode one was titled The Duel, correct? I I don't remember. (laughs) Let me pull up a list here. But let me get you guys first off before we get into the episodes. What's your initial reaction? Have you watched them all? Um, what do you think so far? Heath, you want to start? Um, so again, not being the biggest anime fan, being a Star Wars fan, and um, just no expectations on this one. This is blowing me away. Um, there are two episodes that stand out in my mind that I wish the animation style was different, but. Um, that's just because it's a style of anime I've never really paid attention to before, but I, I think that there's some beautiful art, um, and some really creative and fun things going through. I like a lot of the inspiration. I like that this is very, and, um, very loosey goosey with timelines and yeah, I mean, they've even come out and said like, don't get your panties in a bunch. This isn't canon. Like just enjoy it for what it is. Um, but I think that they've done a really, really cool thing here with the, with, um, the visual designs and some of these stories are very interesting. I wouldn't mind a second season where all these studios just got to give us another 15 to 20 minutes expanding on the stories they gave us this year. Like if this was somehow like, you know, a mini, you know, uh, what's the word I'm anthology series where each one of these studios just every couple of years just gave us another 15 to 20 minutes into their existing world and allowed them to create their own universes of Star Wars. I think that would be a great idea, but I really think there's some cool stories here. Absolutely. Seth, what's your, uh, what's your initial thoughts on the project as a whole? Um, I loved it, man. Um, I'm actually a big fan of stuff like this. Uh, They had something a long time ago, the animatrix. Um, They've had a Batman uh, animated, I remember those you know, thing where it was like a whole bunch of different animation studios made Batman stories. Um, what, what's the love death robots or something on Netflix? Yeah. Where, that anthology series. Uh, this one here definitely is like the gold standard to me. Well, I, Star Wars, right? Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, so I, I just love the different art styles. I love the mini stories, you know, they're, just like little quick bites and you can watch them and you don't have to um, take everything so seriously about it. You know, you can just enjoy it for what it is. Absolutely. So um, let's kind of just run through the episodes and just kind of like what we thought about each one. We don't have to like get crazy with it or anything like that. So uh, again, episode one is the dual great visuals here. This is uh this one was produced by Kamikaze Duga which they're a fairly new company from what I understand. They really don't even have a Wikipedia page. They did um, 
they've done like some cutscenes in a video game. Um, probably their most popular among like anime uh, is they did one of the openings, uh, one of the opening credits for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. No, oh. I'm not exactly right. which, not sure which one, but uh, interesting it's a big anime though. So I'm sorry, something. that's a big anime though. So it's something. Yeah, so I mean, they're they're definitely uh, making a name for themselves, and with this, like I think it from what I see on in the community, this is probably up there as one, it, if not the favorite, one of the favorites. I mean, there's definitely some story to be told here. Obviously, we're getting that Ronin novel, but I think this is something they could easily go. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do eight episodes of of the duel and the Ronin. Um, super awesome style choice here you know black and white hints of red and uh a couple of lights on the on the r2 unit kind of like these like real streaky paintbrush style it was almost like an animated kurosawa film and uh for those of you who are like big time star wars fans obviously george lucas took a lot from kurosawa film so i thought that part was really cool had like Um, a brush strokes it almost had like brush strokes from like uh yeah you know Chinese writing when you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and and it and it's obviously uh, and it was like kind of three D too. Like that was that was uh, pretty cool. There had a had a very like Seven Samurai feel with all the different protectors of the of the town. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I did not think about that one. Um, this one right here is what I'm really hoping that uh, Ronan continues with, since it we're the only information we have on Ronan is it's going to be. Uh, a continuation of one of the stories and this one story-wise interests me very much yeah this one is gonna ronin will be the the tie-in book for this one okay awesome awesome um i think that's very interesting especially at the end when you see him open up his coat um and you see his little collection of uh kyber crystals i was like okay there's definitely some backstory here um but this one I was going to say it's my second favorite of everything. Yeah. Um, I this really like my it. second one too. Yeah. Yeah. I would say one. that as well. Um, they definitely like kicked in the door with this one though. Like, yes. This one yeah. was super cool. Lots of star Wars influence. Now um, <clears throat> were they, I'm sorry, but were they, were they insinuating that he, was he actually Sith or just a Jedi who killed a lot of Sith? So um, we only know this because of the uh, description of the novel, which was just dropped right after this. Mm-hmm. Um, basically the Jedi order has fallen. He was a Jedi that went Sith when the Jedi order fallen, uh, fell rather, he decided to, um, to go back and atone for, for his sins for lack of a better mm-hmm. term. So he's going back and, and defeating all the, the Jedi. So he's not necessarily, I'm sorry, the Sith, he's not necessarily a Jedi or a Sith anymore. He's kind of that in between, you know, that Darth mm-hmm. Revan in, in between, which yeah. goes back to our speculation on the title for that one. We were kind of like, you know, is this going to be, you know, a Padawan that loses his master or, you know, is this a Jedi that's lost? I think Ronan's a very fitting title for that one. You know, a Sith that's decided to renounce that lifestyle. I like it. Slowly over time, his lightsaber turns purple and then slowly turns It's very green. possible, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I definitely there's I think there's a lot of story left to be told here, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which is is a testament to a 15 minute short. 
You know I mean, I mean? How, how many did he have already? You know, like you know, I didn't, I didn't stop right and there. count it, but it's six or seven, like, yeah, at least, like he'd gone through them. I think there were seven uh, inside of his coat, and then he handed the eighth one to the child, yeah. or um, uh, the the chief. Yeah. So loved that one. Um, let's jump into the second one. Not necessarily my favorite, um, but I don't think it deserves the hate it's been getting. So that's episode mm. two. That's Tatooine Rhapsody. It's fun. Yeah, it's it's more it's fun. It you know there's not I don't like watch it. a lot of anime, so there's not really an anime that it um, reminds me of. Seth, it may remind you a little more of something as far as the. It was like Kitty, like like my son. He watches Yokai Watch, and that's what it kind of reminded me of, like a kid, just a kitty, you know, a kitty anime. This one was produced by Studio Colorido. Um, but you know, obviously, it being on Tatooine, we we get a little bit of Boba Fett. We saw that in the trailers. We get some Job of the Hut. Focuses around a band um, with a hut deserter playing the bass. Like I, I think, if you're a hut, that's the instrument you play, right? Is the bass, Heath? You would, you would. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. I would. Yeah. As a bass um, player, yeah, I think I'd probably fall into the hut category in a galaxy far, far away. Now, uh, we don't get a lot of bands in Star Wars, you know, figuring Dan and those guys, all those jizz players, but um this one was this one was cool, man. Like this one was fun and lighthearted and this is uh you know, it's got some really cool music beats to it and um I enjoyed it enough. Now is this my favorite one? No, probably my least favorite actually. You, get, you gotta have fun with it all though. If you take it too seriously, you know, you're not gonna you might not like it, you know, but if you just have fun with it, enjoy the fact that you're seeing some Tatooine, you know, you're seeing some Boba Fett, you know, it's, cool. there's, there's, it's a fun story to be told here. Now, before we get into the twins, guys, I told you we had a special, uh, we got a special um, voicemail from uh, the one, the only AO Mr. Big Geek, um, Bane's, uh, Bane's receptionist. So let me, uh, I'm going to play this. Um, it is about five minutes long, so just kind of bear with us here. I'm gonna and, go refill uh, my drink. Yeah, <laughs> everyone get a get a fresh drink and light up a stove and sit back and listen to the smooth stylings of uh, one Mister Ao Ao Mister Big Geek. So, give us a second while we fire this up here. What's going on, Star Wars peoples? This is your boy Ao Mister Big Geek, and I'm here with a quick review of Disney's Plus Star Wars Visions. Here we go. Now, off the bat, I'm going to tell you guys, uh, I have not finished this whole season, watched all episodes. I've only seen about four or five, but I've seen those multiple times because of the kind of stories they're telling. And these kind of stories, which I consider extended, expanded universe stories, this, this is where I live. This is where I plant my flag as a Star Wars fan. This is the kind of stuff I love. And they, and they off the bat with first episode the duel where you get this ronin like force user right and you look you, it looks like you're in uh, a feudal japan but this is a star wars universe you can be on any other planet this is just how they live right uh well the there's a village that gets invaded by these bandits left by a sith um, i don't want to say sith lord just the sith and she feels the presence of this ronin he confronts her you know and oh you're a jedi here to save the people uh, you know, I'm going to kill you. I haven't killed Jedi in a while. She goes after this guy. Uh, surprise, surprise. Red lightsaber comes out. He is not a Jedi. He even tells her, unfortunately, I am not a Jedi. 
and the duel ensues. It ensues now. Now this episode, oh my god, I loved it so much. And the way it ends, I mean, these Sith and their sneaky ways, and, and you you get this this image of of this Ronin after the battle, or, or you know, I'm, I'm already giving too much away. Uh, just watch it. In, in, and the good thing about this episode is we're going to get more of these characters, this part of the Star Wars universe, in the novel by Emma Michael Candon coming out in October of uh, this year, October 14th to be exact, in the Star Wars Ronin, a vision novel. Uh, well, we're going to get more of this character. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to get the rest of his history, what what he was, what he is now. And we're going to jump in on that uh, when that book hits. I can't wait for that because this, this was amazing. So we will pick up Adrian's voicemail um, once we get to uh, episode five. But uh, in between that, we had episodes three and four. So episode three, The Twins. This is by Trigger Studio. What did you guys think of this one? This one's a little more um, on the fantastical side. So we've got two twins born of the dark side. And just like this one is like visual. Like this one was candy. Like this one just looked fantastic. Some crazy lightsaber stuff, some crazy force stuff. Um, and I actually really like the concept of them kind of being like dark side clones. Uh, what did you guys think of this one? So, like, right off the bat, this felt to me like if um, instead of, like, kind of being the Jedi equivalent to Vader's offsprings, if they were just born to be Sith. Like, that's exact. like, I just immediately thought, especially since they Absolutely. are um, riding around in um, Star Destroyers that are connected, um the designs of the helmets obviously very much taking inspiration from Vader. Um, this is fun. This is just an all out, just this is what I think of anime as, you know, a very yeah. anime novelist. Um, visually beautiful, fun, action packed. I liked it. Yeah, likewise, man. Um, man, the Star Destroyers with the, the, the cannon in the middle that could blow up planets. It's like, they just perfected the design, <laughs> you know. For sure. Um, not to men- not to mention they got uh Kyber crystal powered armor, which is know. very like a High Republic, right? Like how the High Republic ships are powered. Yes. And then um it's I don't know, it was just a cool episode. Um and then when you get the reveal of the brother, he looked to me, he looked like Luke Skywalker and Han Solo had a baby. Absolutely. Yep. It was kind of funny to me. I was just thinking that the whole time in my head for some reason. But uh, it was, like you said, visually appealing, um, just kind of cool. And just, uh, you know, it's kind of cool to just see that dynamic that the brother and sister had. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one. Um, next up was episode four, The Village Bride. Uh, this one wasn't as easy for me to get into. Uh, I did enjoy it. This is probably one of the ones that could, like, if you did want to plug this into canon, you probably could. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years after the, um, well, also episode five, but, you know, after the events of what's going on. Um, I, I really like this one, man. I thought there was a lot of good stuff. It really reminded me of, like, a, a Princess Mononoke, like, as far as the animation, a little, maybe even, like, Avatar-ish, right? Like, bright yeah, colors, well-lit, things like that. I mean, I'm never going to complain about getting to see more battle droids. You know, a little Roger Roger action there. Um, yeah, this one, it's not bad. It's not great. It's 
you know, I'd give it, you know, a solid B. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was, like I said, it's, it's not the top of this, the series for me, but it's enjoyable. Um, the action was fun. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I'd, uh, I just repeat what he said, but I, I do want to bring up something real quick. Um, you just showed a, a figure um, and animated uh, what if figure. But um, so my question to you guys is, if they did all the what if figures, are they going to do some Star Wars Vision figures? You know, that that was one thing that I, I think they missed the mark on. Obviously, they didn't want to give anything away. But like in this, like I don't think there's a lot to give away. No. Um, man, they really, really really missed the boat on not giving us vision figures yeah, right Disney, off the bat. Disney did it. Disney and Hasbro did it for what if. Why not do it for this? I, I think it's a matter of time. You will see characters like uh, like the Ronin um, from the duel and, and maybe even some of those seven samurai characters, but like totally missed the mark. They should have they should have had figures already produced ready to rock and roll with this series. At least at least a character, one character, you know what I mean? Well, um, you know, nice. before uh, Mandal- the Mandalorian was out, you know, there was that um, that one wave came in the white boxes, uh, and Mandal, you know, Mando was in there, Cal Kestis was in there, um, what, the Seventh Sister, uh, Kylo Ren from uh, the Last or the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I think just one random figure in this assortment with um, Tech. Casca, Lando, that would have worked. But I, at this point in time, I'm 100% convinced that um, it's just after some weird reflecting after last week's fan first panel, that I'm, I guess, like, you know, Lucasfilms just gives Hasbro absolutely jack shit information. Like, because apparently the Hasbro team. Knows nothing about the comic books, nothing about the High Republic. They know nothing um, about Mando, Mando outside of the fact that that show exists. Um, because, like I said last week, we got a wave two or a season two inspired Mandalorian with just um, you One know character. No character. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm almost positive outside of the sequels and pre or the sequel prequels and or the all nine films, they don't know any other Star Wars exist. I yeah. think that, I mean, I think that's all it is. It's Lucasfilm is just hiding it from that team. Yeah. They, they totally missed the mark here, but to answer your question, Seth, I think they'll do some backpedaling. I think we will get, we will get something from Star Wars visions. Gotcha. Gotcha. So at the end, at the end, once you talk about all the rest of the episodes, I'll ask you guys, uh, which, which would be the one figure you'd want. Absolutely. So um, next episode five, that was the ninth Jedi. Uh, For me, this was, this was it. This was my favorite one too. Both peak star Wars and like what I expect anime to be. Um, But before we get into it, let's see what uh, AO has to say about it. Basically uh, you get this little girl. She's a daughter of his uh, star Wars, uh, star Wars, excuse me, a lightsaber smith who's building these uh, lightsabers for a Jedi, right? And the Jedi are waiting for, for 
the main Jedi who called out the distress signal for him to come to get these weapons. <sighs> surprise, surprise. These are not Jedi. Turns out the Jedi, spoiler alert, have been killed and Sith have taken their place. Uh, Kara, who is the daughter of the lightsaber smith, shows up with the lightsabers. They take them, say, hey, we're not Jedi. We're Sith. We're came, we came to kill a Jedi. Uh, all but one. One of the those people, Ethan, uh, we're introduced to right away. He is a Jedi. Uh, the the Margrave, who is Jaro, who is uh, the guy who's trying to rebuild the Jedi Order, pops out, surprise, surprise. I'm here, too, and this battle ensues. And, and I'm not going to lie to you. This really hurt because he cuts through the Sith so quick. This is a powerful Jedi. Um, and he looks like he's been through some battles, man. You'll see him with some scars. But anyway, they, they go at it, and then the story goes on. And, and this is a great episode. If it wasn't for the duel, this would be my favorite. So uh, you've got to watch this one. I've seen it multiple times at this point. Uh so um, before we finish off his, his voicemail, I just want to get y'all's thoughts on the Ninth Jedi. Um, for favorite. me, uh, just for, even from initial concept, lightsabers haven't existed in forever they've been scrubbed from history is this something heath and i have talked about before mm. um love that concept i think that is absolutely fantastic Agreed. personally this is this is the episode of this this whole series so far yes. i mean the action's on point the story's on point the bait and switch is great uh you know spoilers sorry um, there's a big right big, now. You should know we're going full spoilers, yeah. guys. Yeah, I mean, did we all just become yeah, best friends? Yeah, pretty but, much. I mean, and it ends on such a hopeful Star Wars note that yeah. yes, there's a lot of adversity to overcome, but we're Jedi. We will. That's. I mean, it's beautiful. I love this. This is Star Wars. You know, nicely you know packaged up for you. I would love a full length movie of this. Yes, I would love it. I would love. I it. think this one probably can stand on its own two legs. This is a great introduction, but there is tons of story to be told. We don't even need to know. We don't preface this anymore. We we know where we're at at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, give us a movie, a eight episode series. Like this, this one is where it's at. This one, there's a lot, a lot of meat on the bone. Definitely, definitely. I love everything about it. Yeah, one of the one of the cool things I thought as well. Um, so we we figure out there's a saber forger. Did y'all did y'all realize who uh, who the voice was of of the guy who was the saber forger? No. So that's Mr. Shang Chi himself, Simu Lu. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So he made a guest guest appearance there. Um, I like the fact that the the connection to the force is what decides your lightsaber, like. The bond between the lightsaber and the Jedi is like the color. even more incredibly important here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. We even see we even see the swordsmith's daughter uh, when she first picks up a lightsaber. It's kind of like almost dark saber ish, but without light, more or less, right? And it's yeah. super long. Um, but the more she, you know, she's a badass with a lightsaber too. And the yeah. more she, the more she gets into it, you know, the saber obviously turns green. One of the uh, one of the Sith in disguise turns out to actually be one of the living Jedi, but he's just consumed by the darkness there. And his saber goes from red, purple to green. Mm -hmm. um, so I love this one, dude. This one was absolutely fantastic. And just to jump into lore, um, I think it's always been kind of noted that, you know, a Jedi's uh, kyber crystal color 
is uh, based on how they meditate and how they connect with it. So even with that just being like how how their connection to the force changes, I think it still is perfect sense, even you know, with the liberties they took on that one. I love this. I thought that was a great representation of her changing in the force just in this, you know, little story. I thought Absolutely. that was great. This is another one that like if they tomorrow were like, oh, by the way, this one's Ninth Jedi's canon. Okay, perfect. Works out great. Yes. From from the explanation of the color of lightsabers forward. I, like, I think that's great. Mm -hmm. So, I'm to start I that petition for the full length movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> definitely, definitely needs to happen. Um, and this one was done by, this one was done by Produ Production IG. Which um, I'm not really familiar with them, but I, if I'm under, if I'm correct, uh, they do a lot of like the sports, um, sports animes like haiku and and things like that. I think they do a baseball one like Ace of Diamonds or some shit like that. Ooh, I didn't know there was sports anime. Yeah, yeah apparently really big. My sister actually watches the volleyball one haiku. Is that the one that uh? Matt talks about from yeah. time to time him yeah, and his daughter into okay cool. So I thought that was pretty cool. I had heard that somewhere. Um before we move on, let's listen, let's give AO his soapbox and, and, and listen, finish listening to what he has to say. Guys, I'm gonna jump into episode seven, which is the elder, where we get a uh um uh let's see, a Jedi knight in or a Jedi master in a pat in a powder one. And and they're landing on this planet, and they feel this presence, like something's here, some something strong in the force, and the dark side is here. Let's find it, and see what it is, and confront it. They split up. Turns out the powder one runs into this old man who is strong in the dark side of the force. Battle ensues. Doesn't work out for the for the powder one. Um, and at that point, this character tells them, "Hmm, you're not the one I sensed in the force." Where's your master? Master arrived. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, we are not cutting that. Uh, so that's just gonna we're gonna roll along. Anyways, um, battle ensues between a master and this dark force uh, user. Turns out he used to be Sith or whatever. I'm not gonna spoil too much. But this again is an awesome episode, man. This is what I love. And uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna. Uh, that that's a, enough reviews for for now. Just give you guys a quick take on it, and of course. A huge shout out to the Canning Cantina, Heath, Jade. It was an honor to do this for your show. I really appreciate it. And remember, everyone, peace is a lie. There is only passion. Through passion, we gain strength. Through strength, we gain power. Through power, we gain victory. Through victory, our chains are broken. The Force shall free us. Later. Bless you, Adrian. That's amazing. Thank, Thank you. you, Mr. Big Geek. And uh, that little saying right there, the, the motto of the Sith from the Darth Bane trilogy, is why I call him Darth Bane's receptionist. So, um, dude, great. I'm glad we skipped over episode six. This is the one I really couldn't get into. T.O.B. one kind of gave me that, like, Rocket Boy. Is that right? Rocket Boy? Uh, yeah, Astro Boy. Astro Boy feels. Yeah, yeah. this is... This one's another little fun one. It's cute. It's like, like I said, the kids liked everyone that I didn't really care for. The kids loved them. Yeah, yeah. So this one, this one's lot. made for your kids in mind. Yeah, I just I couldn't get into this one. I actually fell asleep during it. Like my first watching of it, I had to go back and like really force through it. I, I like 
the idea of the story. I just don't like the execution. It just there's it feels like something's lacking, and it might just be the fact that I'm not the target audience for this one because for sure. like yeah, this one's not, not for me either. But yeah. like like Ao, um, the elder, the elder was absolutely fantastic. This one gave me big Princess Mononoke vibes um, from from the dialogue to the art. Uh, another little little inside baseball here. Did you guys realize who was doing the voice of the Master Jedi? Yes. See, I, I didn't catch it on the first listen. Seth, did you hear it by any chance? No. So that's uh, Mr. David Harbour. Hellboy. Yeah. Hellboy, Red Guardian. Nice, nice. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I think it was just how like he said something like on the like while they're in the ship. I was like, wait a second. I, I was like, no, that's uh, that's Hopper. Like, I, like it was just something that he said like right off in the beginning of it. Um, did you guys happen to catch who the elder was? No, that I didn't. James Hong. Um, so I. I have a very weird, passionate love for a very, very 80s movie called Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Um, sorry, Mr. Kurt Russell. But uh, he is Mr. David Lopan in the, that film. Obviously, he's done, you know, um, Kung Fu Panda. He's, he's got a great career, but, I mean, he'll always be Lopan to me. But just hearing his voice, I mean, I immediately connected him. Um, but, yeah, I just... I think these are kind of like the names that stood out to me the most in the series. And uh, this one's a fun episode. Yeah, this one was great. Um, all the way up to the final kill. Um, I thought the final kill was absolutely beautiful. I've never really thought of the, you know, while sabers are engaged, turn one off and turn it back on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that was. So I, I really, I really, really enjoyed that Literally one. Literally used force against them. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's one I could definitely rewatch. Um, and that's another one I think, you know, when it opened up, Heath, I was immediately like, "Are they High Republic? Like their their robes and stuff kind of look High Republic ish." That's what I was thinking too. In the ship. So yeah. um, that that's another one I think we could get more story out of. Now, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't watch episode eight and nine, but I am very eager to hear what you guys have to say about episode eight, eight and nine. Um, episode eight, Lop and Ocho. Uh, were you guys able to catch this one? Uh, yeah. So this one uh, reminded me of uh, this anime I watched, Beastars. It looked very similar with the with the animal. Uh, girl you know it kind of just looks similar to me um it was okay it was a little cartoony um in it though just basically like this little was she like a cat heath or a raccoon or what animal was she an uh, animal from another um, planet so i didn't get very far into this one uh i'm like maybe five minutes into it but yeah i almost kind of got like a rabbit vibe i don't know what it was yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe like a bunny. Yes. Um, Something about so, the ears. Yeah. So okay. So so, um, she gets adopted by this family, and you know they kind of show you, you know, the young, the time when she was young, and then uh, when they get older, her sister comes Sith, and then she wants to protect. She doesn't, you know, she thinks her sister still has good in her, so she wants to go face her, um, face off. 
um, against her. Um, she goes to her father. Father gives her his lightsaber. And then for some reason, he goes and fights her. And then his own daughter wrecks him, <laughs> takes his only eye that he had left. And, and um, I don't know why he didn't just take the lightsaber himself and just, but, you know, whatever. So then you have this battle between this adopted sister and um, adopted sisters. And then she basically slices her and she runs away. It was very like a lackluster kind of ending, to be honest. Yeah, I think this one was more just a flex of their animation from what I understand. Yeah, I, I would not be surprised if it was done by the same people of the anime I just mentioned. Like I said, I didn't get too far into this one. I haven't finished the series. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm actually going back and rewatch things. So that's, you know, a giant fault to mine. Uh, we found some love on this one, but this one does interest me uh, from what I've heard. You know, kind of mixed reviews on this one, but I, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I'll probably give this one a viewing right after we hop off here. So that gives us to, um, our, our final episode, episode nine, Akakiri. Yeah, I could carry. Now, tell me about this one. Hype me up. Um, this one, I did not really remember that well. I did watch it. God's honest truth. But uh, I don't remember it. It uh, kind of... So this one doesn't stick? This one doesn't resonate? <sighs> no, there is a really good fight um, at the end. Uh, I can't really remember the story. It's probably because my son was talking through most of it. But there's a really cool fight at the end with uh, another Jedi uh, Sith fight. And the um, the villain just looks different. He has like these dark circles under his eyes. He looks more like an anime character than any kind of Sith I've seen. He's pretty cool looking. Um, but yeah, I didn't even really, really remember it like that. So Yeah, like I said, I, I hadn't seen this one here um, either, but I'll watch this one tonight. Heath, do you have any uh, thoughts on this ninth episode? I haven't caught it either. I'm going to be finishing that probably early in the morning. So the uh, the verdict, you know, the jury's hung on this one. We haven't really decided just yet, um, but we definitely will. Um, well, maybe we'll bring that up on our, on our next episode. But, uh, you know, a lot of good stuff here, man. There, there's not a lot of misses. There really wasn't a lot of misses here. Uh, more, more wins, more hits than misses. Um, what would you give this? What would you give the entire project, Heath? Uh, not completing it yet. Um, I have gotten more enjoyment out of, you know, disappointment. I'm giving them a solid A minus. Um, we'll see how that goes after finishing the last two episodes, but knowing that I've watched two of these episodes multiple times. And, um, I think that speaks higher than the one episode that you know, I fell asleep in and I just, I had to power, power through. I want to see more from a couple of these studios. I mean, I would love some Disney Plus specials, especially of The Ninth Jedi. And uh, I can't wait get to get into Ronin. Um, so, yeah. That was one of the things I thought maybe why they did this anthology is they're going to go, okay, everybody play in our sandbox, and we're just going to see what, what people like. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, think, I think that's something that they might actually do. Seth, what are you giving the project? Um, real quick, so I I just uh, looked up the, the ninth episode again, so I jogged my memory a little bit. Um, basically, um, it's about two Jedi's going to fight uh, Sith Lord, and uh, like I said, the Sith Lord looks really cool, different than any Sith Lord you've ever seen. 
Um, they fight, and then somehow he tricks him into killing his friend. And then it's like at the end he says master and something like that. I'm not doing it justice, so <laughs> maybe talk Very about it on the next episode. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and uh, overall, um, I liked it all. Like I said, I'm a fan of stuff like this. Uh, being a fan of anime, just being an artist myself, I love the different styles. Um, I mean, you can take any property and do something like this, and I'll probably enjoy it. Um, so, yeah, man. I give it a 10 out of 10. So, um, I think I'm just going to bring it on home here. I, I, it's a good old-fashioned A. Just a good old A. I think this is really good. I think there's a lot of, lot of uh, good things to come out of this. And uh, not a lot of, you know, there's something for everybody here, which is just like the beauty of Star Wars. So I really, mm-hmm. really enjoy that. Um, I And there's st- more story I want to know from this. I've already pre-ordered that novel. Um, I can't wait to dive into that. I've ordered a shirt from Daz Tibbles with the main character, the Ronin, on it. Um, it looks like Box Lunch has gone heavily into promoting those. Like, I, I think this is something we will see more of. I think we'll, we'll see an episode or a season two, if not dedicated seasons to the particular storylines. I might need to um, jump on the bandwagon and design a shirt real quick. Yeah, I'll send you a link to that Daz Tibble <laughs> shirt. It is sick. I should have mine here in a day or so. All right. Um, so if real quick, if you could do one figure. It's actually this, it's actually this artwork. Oh, cool. Oh yeah, I saw that. It's awesome. If you can have one figure out of this whole series, what would what would it be? For me, it's mm-hmm. the Trendosian, um, for lack of a better term, one of the seven sam- samurai, the Trendosian from the duel. I thought he mm-hmm. looks, the, I think he looks the coolest. If I, more realistically, like what figure would Hasbro make tomorrow? It's going to be the Ronin from the duel. Um, and I think, I think that would be perfect. I think that, that would be the perfect figure. So Trendosian is the one I want. Ronan is the one I think we will get, and I also. Yeah. Heath, what would you want, man? Um, I'm probably gonna say it wrong, but it's the um the master from the Nath, uh Ninth Jedi. Uh, Hargraves, yeah, that's the one I was gonna pick. I really liked his design too. Yeah, I mean, you could do. I would do this as a deluxe um, with the robe. Give us two head sculpts. Uh, one with that mask because I thought that looked awesome. One with the face with the scar. I love that. Um, yeah. I think yeah. that was one of my favorite designs of the whole thing. Even with like the red glowing eyes, like I said, I thought we were in for a bait and switch and it was going to be Jedi's getting, you know, led to slaughter and it turns out yeah. with Sith trying to, you know, capture in. But I mean, yeah, he looked Sith. Oh yeah. The Jedi. Yeah. So that's the best part, you know, but he had a really cool design. That's the one I was like, man, I need to figure that. They need to, they need to jump on that really jump into this one and give us you know multiple figures like give us a couple of waves with random characters out of this one yeah you can do the brother the sister with the armor yes uh you know you can do you know the ronin uh mm-hmm. or and even the sith that he fought you know that that lady had a pretty dope costume and really any of that of those you know characters yeah i even like the stormtroopers with the like the mm-hmm. the armor parts you know it's like they were just i like they use first order storm stormtroopers too that was uh, that yeah was fresh. It's, it's like Thank you, you know, pointing that out like because i mean i i know some people just think it's silly i really like the first order stormtrooper designs 
Uh, I think it was a nice blend of clone and stormtrooper, and it really made sense in the long term of things. And to see that that was like the first kind of like you know bad guy army we saw, we were taking inspiration from the first first order trooper. It was cool, but I mean even his um, R two unit with the um, uh, what's the the hat called? The straw hat. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, exactly, no, I'm not sure what the actual term is for. Yeah, it. I, yeah, it's a great idea. I mean. You could take an R two D two mold and slap, you know, the hat on there, and I mean that would be an easy one for them. And we haven't got an R two unit in a couple years. Yeah, I mean, this is stuff that they're sitting on that they could easily make work. Yeah, since the fortieth, I don't think we got one since the Mm fortieth anniversary. Yeah, I don't think so. Because we didn't get an R two, dirty R two, in the Empire Strikes Back uh, fortieth anniversary, did we? Yeah, we did. Oh, okay, okay. We did get a dirty one. Yeah, that was the last. That was the last one. Um, and I guess if you count Chopper and the re-release of Chopper. Oh uh, yeah. That's probably another one. So, uh, we all loved it here at the Cantina, man. Um, Seth, I'm glad you were able to come on and give us a little bit of your anime expertise. Um, I think yeah, that's a good you. good spot to end it, unless you guys have any last calls this week. No, man. Just. Uh... Uh-huh. You know, like I said, it's a really good good week for Star Wars. I got my droids figures and watched a cool anime. So yeah, yeah, it was Star a really Wars week, week for me. Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, if I if I may jump in on this last call, um, did you guys catch the trailer for Hunters? I did. Yeah, actually, that looks pretty cool, man. So yeah, last call, real quick. Um, Hunters, yeah, so this is going to be the kind of Fortnite-ish game that's going to be exclusive to the Nintendo Switch. It's made, I forget who the studio is, but it's like a mobile game studio. Um, we got some pretty cool-looking characters and, and obviously the trailer. Heath, what did you think about it? So being a big Fortnite fan, um, I don't think this is going to be the Fortnite killer since it is going to be you yeah. know, uh, just regulated to the Switch. I think one of the things that Fortnite really plays off the fact is they have multiple platforms that you can play across. But for a Star Wars fan, you're telling me that I've got all of these this customization um, and I can play as different classes. I mean, that Mandalorian that's in the in the trailer is a sweet enough design. I mean, just Absolutely. the uh, underneath the T visor, I was like, that's cool. I mean, just a small little change to something that we all know. I mean, who wouldn't want like a you know that add to the gaming greats line at some point in time? Yeah, there's there's some cool character designs here. There's a, a, a Jedi J E D I J J E D one or something like that. Yeah, I mean a droid a Jedi. Droid. Yeah. Um, but I mean, even the Sith. Um, I can't remember her name. Was really cool. The big testament to this one knowing that I do now have a switch is going to be gameplay trailer. Uh, I know there was like a a weird leak um, that just shows like, um, I mean a split second of the play style of the, the uh, Sith character where you'll have a power move where you can actually toss the lightsaber out. But yeah, once we actually get gameplay trailer will be more interesting, but concept art and theme fun stuff. Yeah, I think this will be a fun one, um, and it's going to be one of those that you can kind of play with everybody. So, uh, I, I loved uh, Battlefront. 
that was my game, man. I actually yeah. uh, won a Battlefront competition. Oh, nice. It was a gaming competition locally uh, when that game came out. And I won first place. I won a giant standee, Battlefront standee that was in GameStop. Nice. Uh, I ended up giving it to a kid, though. He, he was crying. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you did the uh, right thing. I, yeah. So, I loved Battlefront uh, 1 and 2. I haven't seen the trailer for this. I'll check it out afterwards. But uh, I play Fortnite with my son, and I do have Star Wars characters on there. So, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely something. I think cool. that this is more, I think I would enjoy this more than, than, than Fortnite. Yeah. Mostly because it's not, it, It'll be competitive, but it won't be Fortnite level of like frustration for me. Gotcha. Okay, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna point this out. Um, I've been very very protective of my six year old. He's only allowed to play with me on Fortnite. He cannot have anybody yeah. that's not family. But me and him play together, and I mean I'm talking about I take a six year old into a battle royale game. He gets kills. I mean, it, it's yeah. n- it, it's not that hard, Jade. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, My but that's the thing is, I get gets victory royales. I get six year olds beating me up all the time. That's why I don't want to. It's probably your son that's always taking me out and making me cuss. Yeah, <laughs> just give me a hard time, brother. No, when my son plays, yeah, I take the mic and I turn down the TV. She has to play with no sound, unfortunately. There's some uh, pretty hateful people on there, yeah. Yeah, oh, so there can there can be some issues, but I'll be honest with you, it's nowhere near as bad as Apex Legends. I was on a team with a guy one day, and I mean, he was just talking ridiculous to me. I was like, "Hey, man, you don't know who I am on this other side of this line. Shut your mouth." That's why. That's why people say the things they say. So maybe we'll end last call with that. Be nice on video game platforms, guys. <laughs> be nice to each other. So um, I want to give a special thanks to to the serious nerd himself, Adrian Ao underscore Mister Big Geek on Instagram. Follow him for everything Star Wars Legends and comic books, and uh, you know he's over on the RLU podcast, so he's always doing something great. Big shout out! Thank you for sending in that voicemail, man. We really enjoyed it, and uh, I'm, I know our listeners were just waiting to hear what you had to say, but. Uh, Seth, where can we find you at, man? Uh, you can find me on seth.horton.33 on Instagram. Uh, also, you can follow Pink Gorilla Toys on Instagram. Uh, please go follow Invincible Toys on Instagram. Uh, go back to Kickstarter if it's uh, within your means. And if it's not, please just uh, share the link because that helps as well. So, Absolutely. And, uh, again, we'll have that link in the show notes. Thank so, you, thank Heath, you. Where, Heath, where can we find you at, man? Ordering toys, um, sometimes playing with uh, my child on Fortnite. Seth, um, to the design you created for us, thank you so much. That is amazing. Um, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've I've done a lot of things. Uh, I've been in bands. Um, the other day, Jade sent me the link for you know the design up on the Geek Out Show page. And I immediately sent it to my wife, and I'm like, hey, what do you want? And she's like, what? I was like, this is so odd, um, but I've never had anything that I'm a part of <laughs> have, like, merchandise. I mean, I've like I said, I've been in and out bands when I was in my youth. Um, so ordered a coffee mug, ordered a couple of shirts. That's your design that you made for us. 
It is beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, um, this uh, this is just me and Jade having fun. And yeah. to have that there is um, just like that little thing. It's just, it means so much to me on a personal level. Because um, like I said, I was in and out bands, different style of music, and I never had merch. Like I would love to just be able to physically pick up like, hey, this was an EP I had, or, you know, this was a shirt that we made. But, you know, me and Jade just having fun, talking about, like, this passion of ours. I, I'll, I'll be able to have this coffee mug and be like, no, this is this is something oh, I was yeah. a part of. So thank yeah. you. Like, oh, yeah, from man. the bottom of my heart, it means a lot to me. Man, it's no problem at all, man. Thank you, man. Yeah. yeah. And, Which, um, I love that. You should be able to find that on our T Public for whatever reason, Seth. They like to flag your stuff on our T Public. So it actually got taken down. It's too good, um, I guess. We were <laughs> able to get a couple of orders in, but we'll have that back up t-shirts mugs um when the when the doors and windows are are nice and boarded up on the cantina and there's a little bit of extra dust on the floor and the bar top you'll still have those shirts and 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 all that merchandise to remember the good times so uh, yeah dude we love that we love that logo and it came out so so good yeah that was you know that was your guys's brainchild and i just tried to give you what you wanted so i'm glad you love it man yeah, you definitely exceeded our expectations. So make sure you head over to the to T Public, the Geek Out, the dash Geek dash Out dash Show on there, um, and get those orders in because it's. I think it's going to keep getting pulled down, and I'm going to have to keep putting it up. So you can find me J Ru Toys on Instagram every week on the Geek Out Show, and obviously every week here on the Cantina. Um, until next time, guys, be nice to people on video game servers. This is the way. I've got the money. You will never find more wretched hive scum and